Snack Hair Against Production. Self, I can't respect you. That's what I tell people. If you don't respect yourself, I can't respect you. So don't ask me for something you can't even give yourself. You know what I'm saying? But but whatever. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under Podcast. I tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever it's Mr. Reese, you listen to another episode of the Six Minute Podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Poochie. Hey, yo, say yo, what's good, family? Today, uh, we have a special guest, a family member coming to the table, a uh, very, very intelligent uh, man. And I thought no better way than to kick off Black History Month with a black guest and a black man. Obviously, shout outs to all the black people and the people who want to be black out there. Shout outs to us for Black History Month. Um, before I get into it any further, I want to thank this man for coming on to the show. And uh, for no other further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell people who you is. What up, man? Um, I'm JT Campbell. I'm out of Florida. I'm sports head. And I'm going to talk some real shit. <laughs> See, listen. I love the fact that JT came in high, told you where you're from. You know what I'm saying? So I told y'all, we got family members all over the country, got all over the globe. I'm out here in the California coast. JT is out there in the uh, murder uh, waters of, 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 of Florida. Jesus Christ, Florida man. Oh, my God, Florida man. Uh, <laughs> Ain't no Florida man today. It's freezing out here. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. My first roommates out of, uh, out of high school was from Day County. Therefore, I don't trust cap. Exactly. Therefore, I don't trust a damn thing from nobody from Florida. Y'all crazy. Y'all can't get an election right. How the hell can I trust? (laughs) I'm with you on that election crap. I'm with you on that. Florida, the thing about people from Florida, I will give because I am from Memphis. And one thing being from just the southern region of America, you know, people gonna stand in what they believe. You know what I'm saying? And ain't nothing, ain't nobody gonna stand in what they believe more than the motherfucker from Florida. That Facts. motherfucker bleed something. Because I'm gonna tell you like this: we can beef with we can beef with each other in the city, but if we out of time to see each other, it's all. Yeah, we family until we get back within the Duval exactly. City limits. Back. You Florida motherfuckers are something else. Like I thought, Memphis motherfuckers was bad. I thought Mississippi motherfuckers was something else because you know, you know, I'm right on the border with both of the two. You know, I took <laughs> I took it to Texas because I have family members out in Texas. Shout outs to uh. Uh, Houston, shout outs to Orange, shout outs to Lumpkin. These are all like cities. You got to be from down south to know these cities. Beaumont, you know, shout outs to those cities. And, um, you know, man, oh, I was even in Louisiana. I lived in Louisiana for a bit. Okay. But uh, Florida, mm, mm, mm. oh, boy, 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 boy. Y'all, y'all, y'all got something special down there. And you know what? I'm not even going to hold you. Florida, I'm, I'm not saying this from no disrespectful land. I'm saying this honestly from an admiration land because if anybody's old enough to remember, because you know I always got to school people, and if you're not old enough, you're just not, you know, if you don't remember, you're just not old enough to talk to me. But a lot of cool shit came from Florida. I mean, granted, if you just didn't know that already, but prior Facts. to the internet, there's a lot of cool shit. Shout out to Uncle Luca now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. That was going down in Florida. And let me tell you something. If your mama is 45 and younger, she went to Florida. You feel me? Your daddy went to Florida. Dude. Everybody went to Florida. Some, at some point, if they came they to like, Florida. They went to Florida. Okay? Facts. And uh, there were no cell phones in Florida. So whatever your mama and your daddy was doing in Florida, that's why you got no pictures. That's why you got one on- picture. Yeah, one picture of them about to go onto the beach. Not on the that, beach. 
about to that cold after that Polaroid. <laughs> that Polaroid. After that, no questions asked. All right, not. And that was a simpler time in life. And that's why I brought JT on because me and him, um, obviously, as he spoke about, he is an avid sports uh, sports head. Myself, personally, at one point in my life, I would have called myself a sports head. Kind of falling off now with my different passion with, you know, uh, podcasting and different stuff. But, you know, I still, you know, sports is one of those things you don't never have your foot out of. If you spend so much time in them, you know, it takes so much dedication to be successful in sports. You ain't never really out of it. Uh, you may not know what's going on, you know, is is deeply. But you like, oh, I have the gist. Um, because it, it's a passion, man. When you, like... When you actually love sports or love a sport, uh, I would say, it becomes a passion. And with passions, I don't think things like those die in you. They might, like, you know, might dial down a little bit, but they don't die in you. And so J- JT is still actively watching sports. I am passively watching sports. Now, JT <laughs> is a funny motherfucker on Instagram because I don't even follow sports center. I don't even follow ESPN. I, I message myself, fam. I, I don't even follow sports center or ESPN, but I follow your page because it should be having me weak. <laughs> and what has me weak about it is he commentates like certain sport events, but he's his captions always say it in a way of what I'd be thinking in my head. Like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, I on. say what the people afraid to say. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and if I can't if I can't say it my way, what's the point of saying it? Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that one, JT. I mean that's listen, you only got one mouth and one heart. You only got one life, so you only got one chance to do the shit right. So that's yeah. the problem with mm-hmm. a lot of our people that's in positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree they, with that. They water themselves down so much. Yeah, to where they become a part of the problem. Most definitely. And when I and when I say they become a part of the problem, mm-hmm. the truth never really gets out until it's too late. And when it comes out. The person that tells the truth becomes the bad guy. Yeah. As I would like to say, the villain. Yep. It's a lot of villains in the world that weren't really villains. No. Killmonger wasn't a villain. No, Brother, listen, don't even get me started on Killmonger, okay? Deadpool <laughs> wasn't a villain. Don't get me started on Killmonger. I got one I, more for you. Joker wasn't a villain. I, 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 listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Batman is a rich white man. Running around town beating up poor people. What in the fuck is that about? That ain't okay. no damn superhero. Listen, if he was a ha- hero, we, he'd be beating we, up the damn mayor. We're not going to have no Batman slander today. No, I'm not going to take this shit. <laughs> Batman had been fucked up. I would love me some Batman. And then I thought about it when I said, this motherfucker's just out here beating up poor folks. <laughs> that You're right. Beating up poor folks? This don't make no fucking sense. Like, no. That man is hungry. That's why he beating that woman ass with that piece of bread. I mean, I'm not, I'm not condoning it. Well, he could have just stroked the chick. I, I mean, <laughs> he could have just asked for peace. Facts. But you said Killmonger, and you're not lying because you know what's funny is like Killmonger. In my eyes, it was so funny when I went to go watch Black Panther. I walked out of that so astonished because I was like, "There's no way in hell this is the movie y'all kept telling me to go see." Now. R.I.P. Chad with Bozeman, I will forever, you know, champion that man's name. I'm never going to say nothing bad about him. So my my opinions about this has nothing to do with his acting nor that movie because that movie was needed. It was just when you watch that movie from an analytical standpoint, you were like, huh, so you mean the son of the slain brother of the king is pissed off 
that y'all let niggas get murked in and y'all just chilling because you don't want to show up technology. Now, that's the only, I've only seen the movie once, but once I heard that premise, I was like, I don't think I need to see this again. I don't I had to, I had to watch it more than once to get it. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. After, about the, after about the fifth or sixth time, I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. They wanted the same thing, mm-hmm. but just had a different way of going about it. T'Challa wanted to rub elbows with the YT people. Mm-hmm. And Killmonger was to the point of where ain't nobody stronger than us. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing. The thing was, Killmonger had already seen what uh, trying to rub elbows got. He was yep. like, bro, I've, I've lived in the United States for like 30 years. Like, this shit ain't gonna work. And so it's like, again, like, I, I got the message, but analytically, I was like, ain't no villain to me. Sounds, like, sounds, sounds like a motherfucker who's just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Thanks. <laughs> like, shit, like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. You guys keep sitting on your hands and you wonder why things don't get done. And then when things don't get done, you wanna cry about it. I'm not with the crying shit. So let's get your gun. And with that, I'll jump into this. I personally hate the motherfucking the national programming of how sports are displayed. I don't know about you, but I am not a fan. I am not. I am not a fan. I do not care for the display of like national programming sports. I, I, I. Now let me get this straight. Let me tell you something. I love sports. So there's nothing more than I love to see a team camaraderie, like a team come together, a group of men, group of women. You know, a group coming together and accomplishing a task. That right. is what I love. I love that portion about sports. But the national programming displaying of it, I, I'm not really with that shit. Because once you get to the national level, it is so much deeper than just the sport. In my head, I know it's about entertainment. And then it's a big part of the things called dinero, money. Yeah. Yeah. And if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And so that means that's that dilutes sports right there because sometimes the sports sports don't make sense. How the fuck are these ragtag group of people coming together and getting some shit done? I don't know, but fuck, they did it. Okay, great. When it comes with money, you can't take that chance. Facts. So if, if 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 it's financial, we talking about no, fam, we can't take a chance. So hopefully this works <laughs> out. Now we got to put some money towards it. And I'm not saying that what we recently have heard with the coach uh, Brian Flores is true or false. But what I'm saying is, I'm, and I'm going to let JT talk right after this. When I heard that coach say, they basically offered me money to lose games. I then jumped up on my seat and was like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Something had to be suspicious to me about how certain games were won or lost. Now, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a fucking conspiracy theorist because I'm a damn Titans fan and I'm going find ways to lose games. But, <laughs> you know, Greater heads have prevailed in certain things. You can't tell me no disrespect. How the hell you lose 28 to 3? Huh, JT? Hmm? And, and Derry Henry came back. I, so You know, that, that was to me like one of those things where you just hyped up a game that you knew you were going to sell tickets for in conjunctions to 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 to, to Vegas. And I don't know, man. I, I just I, to me, all this should be too coordinated. Now, you as a talking sports head, you can tell me right now if I sound crazy or if I sound like, okay, yeah, that may be true. You sound like a realist. Sometimes you have to put being a fan aside. Because I'm going to tell you the realest shit you ever heard. What's up? I would have rather my 49ers lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Then you let them go beat Dallas, Mm -hmm. beat Green Bay. Mm Mm-hmm. Then lose to a Ram team who asked in a kick three years in a row. Mm-hmm. You get in that game. 
Mm-hmm. We go up. The game's back. What? For the second time, I've seen y'all do this. Then, all of a sudden, the Rams, they get their Mario mushroom, mm-hmm. and now they ball. They get now a they get a clip of Don, uh, of uh, old boy number ninety nine. I can't think of his name right now. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald on the sideline giving some pump up speech, and now these niggas run off thirteen points. Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? Like I watched it and I was like, "You have to be fucking kidding me!" Like you have to be fucking kidding me! Like this, this can't be real. Um, I, I you know, I, I will say this because I, I have to, I have to be like, yeah, um, I, I gotta be careful with my words. And one line of work I was previously doing, because I live in California. Actually, I live in L.A. where the Super Bowl is going to be played. Um, I, I ran into a couple of people who were affiliated with their organization. And um, and those people worked with me with certain things that I did. And I remember they were not too – they weren't too sold on the OBJ thing. And I remember thinking to myself, like, so you guys really – or just like us, because this person wasn't a huge figure within the organization. But I was like, "Damn, dog, you're just like me. You don't know what the tomorrow's day they will be on your on your team, huh?" It's just like you guys just show up, and you know things happen, and sometimes things don't happen. And he was like, "OBJ yeah, got a bad OBJ got a bad rap because of what his dad did." I don't think OBJ's the problem, and he I don't wasn't. Think- and, 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 I, and I, don't think what, I don't think what Brody was trying to say was OBJ was a problem, but I was just more so shocked that like how even players be like, I don't know, that shit just happened, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> so nah, they were trying to say OBJ was the problem. <laughs> what I do know is whoever this person was, I'm pretty sure he kissing OBJ's ass because they ain't in Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Now but, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Yeah, on that. yeah, go ahead. OBJ wanted to get out of New York. Yeah. He Smart. did what he had to do to get out of New York. Smart. Now you get to Cleveland. You the best receiver on the team, but you get hurt. Yep. You come back and you healthy. Mm-hmm. Now you got to sit and watch your quarterback week in and week out force the ball to people who can't hold your job strap. You don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You just show up, do your job. Now you can't control what your dad does. No, his, his dad the one put the video out showing Baker wasn't even looking his way. But you Baker but you, forcing throws. But but you know who also said that though, and that was and I knew he wasn't. I mean, when when OBJ's daddy put that video out, I, one wasn't mad at him, and two wasn't shocked by the information because Victor Cruz said the same thing on his way out of uh, New York yeah. years ago. He said his his mm, I believe his last year. He had one more year left on his contract before they were going to, like, you know, use it to decide to release him or not. And he had, like, a contractual agreement uh, already placed in, like, for an event, like, for a, 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 a bonus, a bonus. He had to get so many catches. Yes. Yeah. And they wouldn't throw it to him. And yep. he was like, and, you, he, and he said it. He was like, you can go back and look at the videos and certain things. Like, I'm wide open. And, you know, like, and, and that's when he was, like, explaining, like, it's bigger than like you just you know being like, in a sport. Prime is out. Tampa yeah. Bay. Um, Antonio Brown needs help. We know help. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. when he went to talk about that money and he needed so many yards and so many catches, mm-hmm. he wasn't telling a lie. Mm-mm. He did not tell one lie. Mm-mm. 
they you started call they started calling plays to where he was on the opposite side of the field and end up in double coverage. Mm-hmm. They'll force the ball to Grunt. Grunt needed 10 yards to get a million dollar bonus. They got him that million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It, it happens all the time. Well, here's the thing. Let's go, let's let's now let's bring this back full circle. You said Antonio Brown. Brother, you are we already stated about how villains are sometimes not actually villains. Antonio Brown. Okay, he is, he's a villain. He, outside of Antonio Brown's like antics, right? I would love to know what the fuck and how the fuck does he like justify his actions by like the means of what he knows. Like what I mean by that is this. Like Antonio, if you know this, why do you go about it the way you go? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like now, okay, that's what makes him a villain. That's what I'm saying. Like he knows I, it's I, wrong and he still do. Like fam, if if they were fucking with him like that, right? And he made that public that they was fucking with him like that in a different form than just running off the field and waving, looking like he's fucking smoking angel dust. Like you know, like a motherfucker would be able to say, like Antonio, they fucking with you. But Antonio you you took your took your pads off and walked across the field and this is where I'm getting to my next thing and this is how I mean you came into one of the pod anyways or I went to pod with you this state of the um <laughs> I don't even know how to place it the imagery particularly in football we'll, we'll focus more on football because basketballs already had they day in the sun with how they feel about black people in, in dress codes right um the imagery of black men in, in in football right now what's your feelings about that JT Completely and utterly disgusting. Mm. Why is and that? I'm going to tell you why. Good. The, the fact that you've made it to the professional level of playing mm. a sport that you grew up as a kid playing for free mm. to let the world know you're talented and you belong. I ain't even talking about coaches at this point. I'm going to talk about the players first. Mm. Yeah. You're talented enough to be here. Mm-hmm. But yet, you get a rookie that come out of college that come from poverty, mm-hmm. uh, come from a super hood situation, gangbang yeah. affiliate. Mm-hmm. Why is that the first thing they bring up when they talking about it? Yeah, we've got Pete Richardson coming out of Syracuse, New York, playing for the Syracuse Orangemen. Mm-hmm. He comes from such and such neighborhood, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> He lived, several gangs lived around him, mm-hmm. and I just want to applaud him for making it out alive. What the fuck that got to do with the way you run a ball? <laughs> Please let me know. You don't see them talking that kind of shit about Josh Allen, mm-hmm. um, Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. or any of them guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if they came from a good upbringing or a shitty upbringing. You don't hear them talking about that. Stories. You don't hear those stories. Prime example. Uh-huh, go ahead. Brandon Marshall is one of my favorite wide receivers. Yeah, like, yeah. I literally posted a Brandon Marshall appreciation post this morning. Dog, you post that today, and I, you know, I already was rocking with B. Marsh, but I told but him to just to be in, like, just time passing. I was like, damn, this motherfucker was on the Giants, the Jets, the Miami. Yep. He was on multiple teams. I forgot all about that, but I think the, for the points you're gonna make up, I, I I remember why he was on all those teams now. Yeah, but you they overlook the fact mm-hmm. that this man mm-hmm. was a thousand yard receiver, mm-hmm. five plus seasons in a row, ten that. plus touchdowns. I remember that. You know, I, I remember that. I'm talking about great season. 
Yeah, that man was yet to bring up the fact that his domestic side of him maybe having CTE or him being a schizo or bipolar. I remember that, and they made and they ran that they ran that story into the ground when he was going through. I think the transition from Miami. Or was no, when he went to my when he went to Miami, went to Miami. That's when they started yeah. running that story into the ground. Because the thing about it was, I re- I remember B. Marsh had this this real real funny clip, and it wasn't really funny, but it was to me. He was at practice, and he didn't want to be at practice in Denver, and they was throwing him the ball, and he was just knocking it down. He wasn't catching it. Yeah, batting it down. He, he, you remember that? He was batting it down, and they said, "Yeah." And it, remember, and then they asked him to go home after that. And um, and yep. the thing about it was after that they tried to say he was crazy and all of this stuff, and it was just like you know at that time I'm going through my own transition with playing football, so I'm like, damn, like is this man crazy? Like what 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 is going on with him? But now like listen you to never... B March talk was that? No, go ahead. I was gonna say now listen to B March talk. <laughs> I know this man wasn't crazy. Nothing. I don't want to say nothing was wrong with him. Obviously, everybody. Nobody never things. asked the right questions. I was just about to say, but no one really asked him how he felt. They just you always. always... They always want to holler about a person needs help when it's too late. True. If I'm if I'm an owner of a team, mm-hmm. million dollars in somebody, mm-hmm. I got a psychologist on the damn payroll. You bet. You get goddamn. Back I ain't talking. That damn right, I do. Therapist. I'm talking mm-hmm. about a real psychologist. Mm-hmm. Hey, we gonna rush cash your brain. Cat scans while you in the building, bro. Yeah, we need to talk to you because something like it's clearly you you on a different frequency. We need to sit you down right now and see what's going on. No, you're right. You're being right. It, being in it Black History Month, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and stick it to the YT people. <laughs> you can call. It's okay for y'all to call us crazy when there's a domestic dispute, but yet we go get counsel. We mm-hmm. save our marriage. Mm-hmm. But then when YT people <laughs> beat their women, y'all sweep it under the rug. Never heard of it in a lot of cases. Prime example. <laughs> Buddy that played for the Seahawks that mm-hmm. beat the chick to within an inch of her life. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's still in the league. Which which one are we talking about? Hold on. Oh, no, man. I always like to say people's names. Especially when they like Hold on. Yeah, I'm pretty let me let me look this up right now, man. Just to make sure we so we give you all the uh the uh the uh okay his name is Chad Wheeler. I was gonna say Chad Wheeler. Okay. Yes, sir. I ain't never heard of you, Chad, Chad Wheeler. Wheeler. <laughs> he beat that girl within an inch of her life, bro. Wow. We literally like George will tell you this. Mm-hmm. We were at ESPN on my page. Like, y'all gonna talk about how Ray Rice was, but y'all not gonna say nothing about this guy? Come on, man. I go at everybody. I don't care. That's crazy, bro. Then, you have our people that are at these networks that see these things go on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they rather sit on their hands because they're a company man mm-hmm. instead of saying something. Well, you, you, know. Made, you No, no, no. You'd have made enough of ESPN money to where you could go start your own pirate radio show. That and I true. guarantee you, 
We got a ton of black networks out there now that will pick you up. With the quickness. I'm bro, listen. <laughs> With the quickness. I, that was what I, I was about to get to. I was gonna say, I'm so tired of people shucking and jiving, bro. Well, okay, so let me ask you this. Cause and, and I and I feel you on that. Because what a lot of people don't realize too is uh is is uh if you watch sports or if you watch ESPN now, I mean I don't think I'm ever gonna get the job ESPN so this shit don't matter. But I'm not either. <laughs> yeah, but ESPN is a motherfucker with themselves. And Sports Center, that whole that whole company is a motherfucker with themselves because you have this range of when I was a young kid, and you know, JT's a young man as well, where I'm only visualizing Stuart Scott and one other brother in the damn building. And that other brother was basically Stuart Scott's little stand in. He wasn't really there that often. I can't, I can't remember his name for nothing right but now. You, but, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, he works it for FSN now. Yeah, it was those two. And that was it. And you know, it was bits and pieces there. And then for the longest time, like ESPN was like on this wave of like just being old, white, old, white, <laughs> and then old, old black people. Uh, you know, like Tom Jackson type shit. Right. And, Where and, is Tom Jackson? What the fuck? I think Tom Tom Jackson dead, eh? I think I think Tom's sick. I don't know where the fuck Tom at. I think Tom passed. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let me see. Actually, the time passed. You, we over here bringing shit up. I want to see, make sure. I'm looking now. Let me see. No, Tom's still alive. I think Tom yep. just sit, man. Tom just, you know, Tom up Tom's there. seventy years old. Yeah, Tom can sit his ass down. He don't need to be working. But, uh, <clears throat> but you know, and then like, all right. So to fast forward it, there was this weird standstill time in my head. In like when, and I, I want to know your opinion about these people. Is when you had. The steward, uh, the uh, Stephen A. Smith's steward was sick, so he wasn't there anymore. Um, I think he was actually about to pass at this point. So yeah, Stephen right. A. Smith, yeah, steward, basically. Then you had Jamel Hill, and then you had um, I'm, I I'm love a, that woman. I, I was going to say I love that woman to death too. Uh, what was her co-host name? Uh, God damn, dog. Michael. Uh, Mike Smith. Mike yeah, Mike Smith. Smith. Mike Smith and. When they were there, it was cool. But there was a brief time when there was a couple of other black folks there. <laughs> and then, right? You no, know, they, they got they got uh, they got asked to leave because you know they threatened some people. But Jamel Hill in her time at ESPN and 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 representing sports was such a beautiful time for me because she was always getting fired and rehired and fired suspended and rehired, suspended because shout out to Jamel Hill, y'all. She was the she's only- one of the- like people, I won't say women. I won't say that because I, I want. I just want to say person. She was yes. one of the only people initially, and initially I saw in a in a media position that I seen black people die for. I mean, literally die yep. for. And she'd be like, "I don't give a fuck." Yep. And it was like, I and I remember agree. initially. I remember initially when I when she was doing this shit. You know, I'm I'm stuck in my own ways, younger. You know, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, whoa, Jamal, like you fucking up the bag. And the further she went with it. And and it took my mother to explain to me. She was like, she doesn't need this anymore. And I'm like, she doesn't need it. And she was like, nah, she could take this and go do her own thing. And I'm like, but and she, my mother's like, but, but what? Like, you could just do your own thing. Because, you know, and shout out to my own mother. She's our own boss. She has her own business. But that was her mindset. Jamel's mindset was my mother's mindset. It was like, why do I need to work for the man? And I don't even mean that in the sense of just talking about white people, but just the person, another person, and be, you know, subjected to Basically, shucking and jiving under under control, shucking and jiving because 
ESPN Sports Center, Auto National Broadcasting, they love you when you're doing your little nat, your, your your latest dance moves. But facts. Let your ass say some shit like, um, why they did such and such like this, or why did they decide not to do such and such like this, or whatever happens, blah blah. Off with your head, nigga. That's why I love my Bulldogs being in the SEC. Mm-hmm. They play on ESPN twice a year because mm-hmm. I don't watch ESPN anymore. Mm-hmm. If I ain't got it myself, I get it from Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. Straight like that. ESPN is trash. Trash, man. It it just it, it blows my mind because you really got to peel back the layers on that company and on that 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 um just the the issues that are like underlining when it comes to ESPN and just that that whole national syndicate. And I you know. I'm gonna just I, I keep saying ESPN and Sports Center mainly because they're the biggest names, right? And it's just like when you look at it, you know you run you, you run the gamut. So I could call out or I could say something about other companies, but it's like damn, shit don't fucking matter. Like they ain't the ones that's getting it. They ain't the national ones. And I just again like it it, it behooves me with with ESPN because or just national syndicate programming because it's just like when you look at it again like Jamel Hill's situation. As I go back to her, if you guys aren't familiar with Jamel Hill. First and foremost, you're too young to talk to me and JT. I don't know how the hell you'll know who she is. But, <laughs> but, but the ins and outs of like Jamel Hill basically goes like this. Very, 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 very talented uh, sports writer. Moves on up in the same kid. Does those damn TV shows that now that I look at it was basically like all those sports writers just jump through hoops. The, um, you know, the, the damn, I can't, around the horns type TV shows, right? Yeah. And then, you know, she displays a personality. But then Jamel gets suspended early in her career because she made like a reference to basically saying something about like like something they claim to be anti-Semitic. Now put your put your finger on that because that's where it gets really, 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 really funny. Fast forward, Jamel Hill is initially featured on a show called Numbers Don't Lie. And what's really, really funny about that is she actually took that show over from a white host. A white girl used to host that show. And I remember thinking when I first saw that, I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like, wow, like this black woman. Like took this show over. I was like, wow, that's pretty, it's pretty fucking impressive. It's not, I'm not gonna lie. But then fast forward, their show turned into uh, uh, his and hers. Now that's when the situation yes. gets to where me and JT probably could like just smile our heads off. Yo, I don't know about you, his and hers was a staple in the community as far as like how how sports in my head should have been talked about, and it was cool yes. to see them use references. To ask questions. I remember this is one of the funniest moments on his and hers uh, that I remember. D'Angelo Russell, shout out to his sorry ass. <clears throat> I'm a Lakers fan, so. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. Here. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell was on there before he got drafted. And uh, uh, Jamel Hill asked D'Angelo <laughs> Russell, D'Angelo, how does it feel? And he goes, Oh, it feels wonderful. And they, and Jamel and her co host, Michael Smith, just start busting out laughing. And D'Angelo Russell at the time is 19 years old. <clears throat> and he looks at them like, like, why are they laughing? And Jamel Hill and Michael Smith look at him and go, D'Angelo, we just asked you how does it feel? And you didn't even get the reference. We feel old as hell, D'Angelo. <laughs> like, D'Angelo didn't even realize that they was asking about the damn song by Untitled by D'Angelo. That's the type uh-huh. of shit I used to love seeing on this show because as a black person, you you know you talk about things differently than how the the I will say the the traditional sports analysts 
used to talk on ESPN. This was before right. you know the um, the analysts that are not of black descent wanted to get hip. They're very Brian Gumbelish and shit like that. The way they talked, and it would be like, stick out your ass, man. Like, why are you so upset that he danced after a touchdown? Like, what the hell? And so, like, like I said, I wanted to just show that off with Jamel Hill. I don't know what the hell she got going on. I know she married. She left. She lived in her best life on, on Instagram. But I just wanted to give her her flowers right there to be like, yo, that was that was a good time. She's that still a- doing her thing. Yeah, she is. But- she, I, I haven't been keeping up with her as much. Uh, she she out there on Twitter. Oh, really? Listen, this is why she got fired when she called Trump a white supremacist on air. You damn right. That is exactly why she got fired. Okay, I'm about to. I'll I'm never say, forget. She she said something that was damn near true. And it was like, wow. So, I mean, buddy, basically. Ain't no damn near true. That was true. Yeah. Well, sorry. I was referencing the first time that she got fired for where she was with her answers and make comments. But yeah, the, the right. Trump comment, like, my nigga, what you talking about? She said something that was true. Y'all niggas got mad. She said something that was possibly true the first time. And you, and <laughs> like, okay, so I speak the truth and get upset. But One of the only few people that still rep us 100% and the network don't give him no issue is Big Country, Shannon Shaw. You know, I want to know something. He must have a picture of somebody doing something they ain't supposed to be doing. He's where he's supposed to be. I love it. I, I, I just, I be hearing Shannon talk, and I'm like, Shannon, how the hell they let you get away with saying all this? Like, hey man, like he got a he got a degree in journalism. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, he's where he's supposed to be. The, the thing about Shannon is, I, I love the fact that that motherfucker is unapologetically himself. Yes. And another thing I love about Shannon too is with that damn accent, like. <laughs> He's he speaking for us, country ball. He be getting motherfuckers together because people wouldn't anticipate a person like him uh, with an accent like his. Sorry, let me say that. They, they try to assume that you're not intelligent. When he be eating the motherfuckers up, I'd be like, good job, Shannon. Show the thing you. is, uh-huh. when you hear him talk, uh-huh. they expect him to be a good old boy like them. Yeah, true. But they don't understand that he's a nigga. Through and through. Ooh, I love man. it, bro. Tried and true. You know, I, I love it too, man, because at the end of the day, you know, you can't you can't make a living off selling your soul, yo. And I don't care what nobody says. I'm I'm now this is my personal opinion. I'm of the believers that like as a black person is is simple. We 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 at a long time weren't given the game because motherfuckers was keeping it from us without being educated. And we right. fought for that. And we and a lot of ancestors died, and a lot of people cried, and a lot of things had to happen for us to get to the point that we are now. As heavily informative as the world is now, it is up to us to take this shit by our hands and say, "Yo, fam, this is what I'm doing." You know, you 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 work with what you got to get more. That's what I believe in now. I don't take the shackles off your feet and put it around your passion and drag that bitch to your destination. That is that is my motto. That that is nah. I if you stay it. stagnant, you ain't gonna get nothing. Well, and and here's the thing too: with staying stagnant, you gotta also understand that staying stagnant involves you, my brother. Like yep. I, I have to explain this shit to myself and to other people every single day. It's like no one ever woke up and was who the hell they were today. No one ever woke up and was in their prime. Like it's just like I I mean, and and don't get me wrong, everybody falls short. Of like going through their goals, like I am not, I'm not a robot, dog. Like I'm not gonna say that I do right, I hit every shot. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, it, it, it is up to you, bro. It's up to you. Like you know, JT, you made a great point. These black networks, there's plenty of them. 
hell, I'm part of one. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I, I, I didn't just come up one day and make this up. Shout out to our boy George, uh, Pablo the Jester. That, that's my man. Yes, sir. SMG is my gang. Um, when JT, you know, decided to wake up one day and join us, you know, he's always welcome. <laughs> man, George working on something already. So, so it's one of those things where I is, is acknowledging Black History Month. I just want to say to anybody, you know, uh, primarily to my black people, but anybody listening, but definitely to my you know, my black folks, that uh, this this thing here is not simple. Nothing that we do is simple, but it is all obtainable. You know what I'm saying? It just starts with a mindset. Um, as a as a former athlete, I think about the days when I was able to accomplish things, like have a good practice or have a good game. Mindset. You gotta be in the zone. You're not in the zone, you are gone, man. You you facts. And it's and that's and that's that's everything in life. You know, it's the same thing as when you get in the zone and play the game and you focus on the game, the game slows down. You want to be a, a, a whatever, you, motherfucker, you want to be a welder, get in the zone, got to get in the game, the welding game don't slow down. You want to be a podcaster, yo, study the people you want to be like or the people you admire, get in the game and things slow down. The game and always don't let fast. nobody tell you the podcast game watered down. Oh my goodness, JT's, please speak. On, let's let's speak on this for. A I'm second. gonna speak on this. Speak on this for a second. I'm gonna let you speak your your piece. I'm gonna speak my piece. Then we're gonna put things into piece. The podcast game is not watered down. It is not. It's just a big avenue for mm-hmm. too many people mm-hmm. that have no substance mm-hmm. in the podcast game. Mm-hmm. And then you have all these yes men mm-hmm. giving them the listens. Uh-huh. The views, uh-huh. and it make it, and it's they're making it seem as if they win when they actually suck. Garbage, garbage, and 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 and, and to back JT up on that, time will always tell. Yeah, time will always tell. I remember when I started podcasting two years ago. Um, I, I I'm going on three years in in December, but when I started this. I would tell my I would tell my I was living in my parents' basement at the time, JT. And I would go downstairs and I would tell my before I go downstairs, I tell my family, I say, listen, I'm gonna go downstairs, I'm record on my phone, because that's all I had to record on my phone. So I'm gonna record on my phone so I can't y'all can't call me. And they said, What you doing? I said, I'm recording my podcast. They didn't know what the hell I was talking about. It was like, okay. <laughs> all right. And it was cool because that that was comforting for me because no one was there to say, Oh, a podcast like so and so and them guy. Oh, you trying to be like so and so, and so exactly. And so I didn't realize when I when I got my footing in the game, and I started talking to people. JT just brought up a point. People would be like, "Man, this there's hell people got podcasts," and I'll be like, "Word, shit, I was the only person I knew that had one." So it made it different for me. But he is so right. I it, it, it is not. Well, let me back this up. It's not that there's water down. Because if that's the case, then you should never shoot a basketball. You should not ever write a poem. You should never ever uh, drive a car. Because all that shit has been made, right? Motherfucker, it is not about who came before you. It is about how well you do after them, okay? If you truly want to do something, do it, okay? Because at the end of the day, the critics... They are the ones who say this is and this ain't. And here's the thing. If you worried about the critics before you can even get something critical, you already fucked up. You're the fail. You're the fail. You're the, fail. You're the brainwash yourself. Yep. You try to the make- best way. This is the best way to look at it. Yeah. There will never be another Jordan. Never. There will never be another Kobe. Never. Never be another LeBron. Never. But we do have a John Morant. 
the yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chef it, it, Curry, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. <laughs> you, know, you, you, see what I'm saying? you see how this wheel just keeps cycling around? Because at one point, motherfucker said that there'd be another Will Chamberlain. Then you got Shaq. Then we got Shaq. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's just like what, bro? This this thing keeps coming back around. And the thing about it coming back around is that it's a loop. That's the way I look at life. It's a loop. And you get on the train. And you either get on the train, and that's a good stop. <clears throat> a, good, a good train you're getting on. You know what I'm saying? And it's a good train. And you just keep getting on other trains. Or, bro, you just keep letting the train pass you by. And other people keep getting on. And you see, yep. as they go, the train going to keep going. And now you can get on the train, but you ain't on the same train stop they on. Because they already started before you. Now you got to catch up. That's it. And if you even worried about playing catch up, I'm here to tell you, you in the wrong place. You in the wrong seat. Super fast. I, 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 catch up to who? Who the fuck do I need to catch up to? When people like catch up, get on my level. Why, nigga? <laughs> your level is your level. Like I ain't. I'm trying to be on JT's level. Like I mean, here's the thing. You can see yourself and say, "I want to be as good as someone," or "I want to be the recognition," or you know, "I want to be," you know, like Kobe. He wanted to be the MJ of his time. You know, Kobe, I'm, you got to rest his soul. I want to believe that he knew he was never going to be MJ. Right. I, I want to believe that. And only reason I want to believe that is because he was one of those people who lost his mind. A lot of times, when you try to be someone, you find yourself losing your motherfucking mind because you realize, one, you're never going to be them. So just that's that. Two. You become obsessed. Thank you. Just words right out of my mouth. Obsessed. And you ain't never satisfied. Uh-uh. At all, and that and that is like, and that is like one of the saddest portions about sports. In some cases, with sports becoming a drug, I will say that I had to stop that myself. Like I had become, I know me <laughs> on the dark side of sports, featuring Uncle Pooja. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I turned everything into a competition. At one point in my life, everything was a competition. I need to be number one in everything, and I was like so obsessed with being the best. Everything I didn't care how I made other people feel as long as I was number one. It was like, yo, 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 <laughs> my nigga, that is no way to live. <laughs> that is no way to live. Because although that was good for me in competition and in theory, that made me seem like a winner. In actuality, it, it made me a huge ass loser. I was always wondering why people didn't want to deal with me or what was like people's problem. It wasn't my fault. It was their fault. You know, they the problem, not me. Huh? Huh? Huh. <laughs> Self-reflection. Self-reflection. <laughs> ain't that ain't that a mother? But no, I, I, uh, I kind of scurried away. But no, JT's right. Like, don't let nobody tell y'all that that um that podcasting is watered down. You you do not know that. You you do not know that to be true. The person who told you that, you ask that person, show that, show you a stat. When a motherfucker said it to you, Lily, show me the stats. Where? Where, like, where? Like, where is this going down? Like A tracks have been going down. CDs have oh, been down. Nobody using them damn things. What you mean, bro? It seems like every single every single athlete I know that's popping after they retire to get a podcast and start telling a true story. Yep. Bro, these these aren't what y'all have to understand is black people. Let me say y'all something. This is something like I, I will be honest and I will say this out loud and I don't care if the fuck gets mad at me. White people have a so so good in certain aspects of not realizing that you think of this is just a podcast. Brother, this is a video audio diary of different collective things. I could take this and now be an editor. I could take this and be a disc jockey. I could take this and be a movie producer. I can take this and be whatever. I could take this and pitch it as a movie. Facts. You, you have so many 
avenues that you can do with this. You don't have to just be DJ Academics or Charlemagne the God or or Flunk Flex. You would whatever. name two dickheads first. I'm just saying. <laughs> you ain't got to be them niggas. And in a lot of ways, you ain't going to be them niggas because you ain't going to be them niggas. Facts. So they black. Listen, what I've learned from them too, uh-huh. they black. They black when it's beneficial to them. But they yeah. shucking jobs just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. You know, I've read a few books on a few people like in those realms, those big DJ names, right? Uh-huh. And, it, it, and it never, ever. And, and you know, it's funny. I said this in one of my first podcast episodes. I said. You know, and this is to whoever wants to throw this to think this is shade, so I'm not even going to say no names. But I said, listen, dog, I don't have an opportunity to sell you $100 tickets to talk about mental health, okay? All I have is a podcast. I find hmm. it really funny that a motherfucker who could just fly to Dubai tomorrow can really tell me that he can relate to my anxiety. I'm just saying, it sounds like a lot of hoopla. And I'll say it just like that. You guys have to. Also yeah. If ahead. a millionaire tell if a millionaire tell me that they can relate to something I'm going through, I'm liable to cuss them out. I'm. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna cuss you the fuck out. You you got some nerve, bro. You got some fucking nerve to tell me you. You know. just trying to be cool. Yeah. You, if you, you can you, relate to. If you can relate to what I'm going through, change lives with me for forty eight hours. Uh, well, not to mention if you can relate to what I'm going through, bro, you fucking up. <laughs> Facts. The fuck, how the fuck you can relate to me? I I don't you, know where my next meal coming from. You should be pretty <laughs> set in certain aspects. Now I'm not saying that your life is perfect, my boy. Perfect. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> tell me you can relate to me. Get the fuck out of here. But I'm getting up. I'm getting up, waiting on the beard to warm up. That's what I'm you saying. You getting your maid back in the seats already warm. <laughs> Except the Buick. Shit. Ain't listen, no way, boy. Listen, listen, listen. You listen, you got the Buick the one. I'm still trying to motherfucking make sure I don't miss the goddamn bus. That's one of the funny <laughs> parts about like living in Los Angeles and living in California. Motherfuckers, you know, some people be like, well, you know, you are struggling. And it'd be like, listen, now nah, let me explain something to you. I be struggling for the cash. All right. And I don't understand why my friends be like, hey man, listen, dog, listen. I know uh if it ain't too much, go ahead and sign me three hundred dollars so I can pay for this plane ticket. Nigga, who? Madness. Madness. Wait, it's just the internet, nobody, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nobody never truly knows what you're going through. Yeah. When you walk around with that smile. True. You know? That is 100%. Like, no matter what I'm going through, I just got this grin, right? Uh-huh. So the world may think I'm happy, uh-huh. but boy, you couldn't, they couldn't have the half I'm carrying <laughs> No, that's that does be the that 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 is facts. Like, and I guess to get into my closing points, that's my that is my issue with um the how the sports are being displayed is because as as a black man, it seems like there's two black men they want to display on TV at all times. That is the dancing fool, and that is the thugging fool. If you are anything in between them two. You sometimes seem like you are a very, very big threat, and we do not know what to do with your black ass. Man, um, listen. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Say it. They hate the fact that Russell Wilson. I was waiting for you to say it. I was waiting for you to say it. Listen. <laughs> I was waiting to say it. Let me say this. Let me get this out of the way. 
Black man, stop <laughs> hating on Russell Wilson. Oh my goodness, I, I, I don't have enough time for me to even get into that man. Head. That man is who you should thrive to want to be like. I don't yeah. care how nobody feels. He came into the league. He dated a white woman because he finished college playing in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And when he got drafted and he seen how she acted, he said, Hell to the Becky fuck. Sue had. He was like, Bitch, you out here. <laughs> you out here. You ain't never. About Russell Wilson. Drinking and driving, no off-air antics, no do- domestic squabbles, even before he got with Sierra. Even when he played for NC State, you ain't hear about none of this shit. His but, biggest story, his biggest, his biggest story was he left NC State to go to Wisconsin. And that was no, he, thing. He, he was a senior graduate. He had well, no more eligibility. Well, they they you know, that coach, I I remember hearing a story about the coach not letting him want to come back to play basketball, uh, play football and baseball. But that's right. another thing. That's a whole nother thing. But yeah, go ahead. But that's my point. So, you never really heard about him causing no problems. So black man got an issue with this man because he dated, he's dating someone's baby mom who it didn't work out with. Ain't that what's Dude, supposed to happen? Listen, Future's a dick. <laughs> Tell me, JT. These men look, y'all looking up to the wrong people, bro. Wow. They're looking up to the wrong people. Wow. Oh, he trying to play daddy. To somebody else's kid. Motherfucker, they live in the same house. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, we supposed to put the little nigga out. Say fuck. Exactly. Say fuck. You want to you want to instill the proper living tools he needs. And that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Just because future man it didn't work with Sierra, she ain't living the way she used to because Miss Sierra was out there when she was messing with future. That was her life. People change, people grow up. I love it. They happy. Leave them people alone. <laughs> I, you know, you know what's funny is I, I had Russell Wilson back in my head this whole episode, but I, I kept forgetting to bring him up. I will say this about him. You know, it is sad when you even have to say y'all should be more like him when it's just like, I, you know what? Let me back this up. I'll tell a story real quick. Uh, person last year, or a couple of years back, actually, thought that they had a baby on the way. So they called me and they said, "Yo, Pooch, I got a, I, I got a baby on the way." I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." And he like, "Nah, bro, I'm not trying to be with her." And I'm like, "Well, cool." Like, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> "Why you got a baby on the way?" Yeah, yeah, well, why you got a baby on the way? Like, okay, but then I'm also thinking, like, well, you ain't got to be with her and have a baby on the way. Like, shit, you could just have a baby on the way, I guess. Like, you know, like you know, I'm just thinking. And then he like, "No, no, 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 I ain't trying to have shit to do with her or that kid." And that's when he lost me. I was yeah. just like, because he thought I was going to be like, hell yeah, I feel you, dog. I, I just let him talk. And I said, okay, let me ask you one question. He said, yeah, go ahead. I said, let me just paint a scenario for you. Can you imagine a nigga being Russell Wilson with your kid? He said, huh? I said, can you imagine a nigga throwing a football with your son? He said, I mean, I mean, nah, man, better not be throwing no football with my son. I said, no, 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 no. You don't want to be in that nigga's life. Facts. You don't want to be in his life. Uh, so what you think going to happen? You think she ain't going to find somebody that don't want to be in his life? It's a package deal at that point. Yeah, like shit. You know, some nigga, listen, it's not my thing because I just got my own life going on right now. But, you know, some men... Are totally fine with taking in a woman and her, and her child. Some men like that shit, okay? 
as a man, I'm not going to get mad at no other man who said, listen, little young man, especially your little young black boy, you don't have the father figure role model in the household at all times. That's okay, because that's how you and your mama decide to do it. I'm sorry, that's how your mama and your dad decide to do it. That's it. They grown. But right. I'm going to take the responsibility now, because your mom and daddy decided not to be together, because they're adults, and that's what adults get to do. And now I'm going to take the responsibility, and that's just that. Why is it a problem? But I mean, you want to you want to hear something funny? Please explain to me, bro. Please if Russell Wilson was white, oh, these is... niggas wouldn't have nothing to say. You know, he would be he would be like the Travis Kelsey situation, where he's the coolest motherfucker at the at the goddamn cookout for doing it. And I I don't even know, I don't even I just don't even know why Russell Wilson is even seen as a punk. Like it, it like I you know I'm gonna be real with you. I have very very deep sentiments about this stuff because my my own upbringing my my uh my own upbringing my grandmother had kids both my grandmother grandmothers had kids before my grandfathers got into the picture if they didn't if they overlooked that nigga i'm not here you know what i'm saying and now those women have kids those men my grandfathers took in those kids and was like yo all right these my kids now so and I'm the one holding it down over here, so these are my kids. And you just you saying something else just now. Mm-hmm. Stop inviting all these damn white people to the cookout. I, I don't, <laughs> don't just hang out with the motherfuckers. I don't stop inviting them to the damn cookout because you so the hell ain't getting invited to their uh they dinner party. I don't, I don't want no fucking green bean casserole, no way. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say some shit about casserole. Shit. I knew you was gonna want a casserole anyway. Well, that shit. You know, the crazy part about that is that I will say this is that um, you know, I I go hard on white people all the time. And I have had my share of sentiment explaining that, you know, I don't have no problem with white people. But I, I do have a problem with the fact that black people feeling like things aren't aren't solidified unless white people are involved. That ends yes. to no avail. Like you cannot make yes. it more angrier than to say, unless white people are involved, this isn't solidified. And I'm like, why? Like, why? I'm not saying that motherfuckers are not invited. I do invite who the fuck you want to. I'm just saying because I got my party, you got your party, you can do what the fuck you want. But why must you feel like you must do this? Why must people must be included to the fact that, like that this is why it matters? The motherfuckers is not including you in none of your plan in their plans. And they're not gonna going invite they're not going to invite you hunting. That, that ain't just for the white folks. I mean, I live in California. That goes for the, 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 the other brown folks and the other 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 uh, brown folks and the other off-yellow folks. They're not generally inviting you to shit, but you feel like your shit don't mean shit unless they in it. And I'm like, yo, that don't make sense to me. For black people who think like that, that shit don't make sense to me, and it never made sense to me. It will never make sense to me. And so for that, I don't... It won't. I, I, it I, won't. I won't ever back that. that that's not... It is, it is okay... To have relationships with others, which one? But stop inviting them to be a part of every fucking thing you do. Mm-hmm. It's sickening. Mm-hmm. No, I, it's I, okay, and especially when it comes to business ventures. Yeah, yeah. I understand uh-huh. that pale male skin mm-hmm. may get you in the door. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, take a loan and make them a silent partner and pay their ass back in three months. <laughs> Stop making their ass the face and the it's forefront of what you got going on. Yeah, no, no, that's again, and into and 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 back into what JT saying. 
that that is another antic of living in fear, my brothers and sisters. If you got to be in that situation, you know, I understand you got to be in that situation to get yourself in the door. I, I listen, you got to do what you got to do to get in the door. But prime you got example. To, you, you, Ooh, I'm going to give you a prime example. Go ahead, get, get to me. I, have, I started my sports talk show back in um, 2017. Mm-hmm. I used to do it out of this pizza spot here called Chicago Pizza. It was a sports bar. Mm-hmm. They were slow every Monday. They ain't making no money. Mm-hmm. But the food was good. The drinks were right. Mm-hmm. I took that place from having 10 people in there to 45, 50 people. And every, every one of those people was spending at least $100, $150. That's a good night. I never asked the guy for anything mm-hmm. because you're letting me use your space for free. Yeah. Now, I'm giving you Facebook shout out. I'm mentioning you on my podcast, on my YouTube, on my Instagram, Twitter, everything. This is where I'm at. Pull up, have a good time, listen to some good talk. The game's going to be on. Great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure you heard about the Madden tournament when a uh, guy got shot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And killed. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to host that man tournament. Wow. The guy was supposed to give me $2,500. Wow. To host the tournament. I wake up to 35 missed calls. Uh-huh. He didn't want to hire the security that I had. <laughs> so he never called me to tell me what time they were going to start. So I'm waking up to all these missed calls because everybody thinks I'm hosting the tournament. JT, you all right? What you talking about? Turn on the news. It was a mass shooting at Chicago Pizza. We thought you was going to be there. Yeah, I thought I was going to be there too. (laughs) (laughs) So budding and thrived off my name for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. But didn't want to shell out an extra $300 for security. Two guys, two armed security guards I knew for $150 a piece. Hmm. Now, you have no security. Hmm. You let a guy walk out and walk back in with an uh, AK-47 and shoot the place up and murder That's, two people. So, JT, that was that situation, that was like uh, three or four years ago, wasn't it? 2019? No, 2018. That, okay, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I knew exactly what... That was when, and, and it was on... I, if I if I'm if I recall, that was a, like a live broadcast, and someone, it was live. It happened live on YouTube and Facebook, and, and someone recorded it. I remember hearing the gunshots go off. You were supposed to be there. Yes, I was supposed to host the tournament. That is crazy. I, yeah, I remember that. I remember. I remember that so vividly because at the time I was still like still deeply into sports, and since that was like around gaming, uh, that was yep. like a lot of people were talking about it. Damn, that yep. that is damn. So that now small this business, happens. Huh? You got to shut down your business. Yep. And yet, I never got no $2,500. <laughs> but that mm. came from inviting white people to the cookout. Because I felt like because he was letting me use his place, mm-hmm. I needed him. When once things got to where they were going, mm-hmm. I should have just started paying him every month. Hey, this yeah. is what I'm giving you this week. Yeah, stay out yeah. my face. Yeah. So when everything went went south, 
Mm-hmm. I started looking at having white people involved mm-hmm. with what you got going on differently because as long as it's beneficial to them, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's cool. Well, is it you know, and that's the that is the biggest problem I'm saying with media in um the mass media now. If people wanna take this this podcast and, and look at it the correct way, you know, JT are explaining this in depth is saying like why is it that the, the imagery is only okay as long as it's behind the back of what you find to be okay? I see few things on television that I know to be true because I know most things on television is some bullshit. Um, we learned that with the news a long time yep. ago, being black. I don't, I don't care what y'all said. Fake news. Motherfucker, I knew the news was fake before the motherfucking red-headed motherfucker, the cheat, Texas Cheeto motherfucker told me it was Chester fake. Motherfucker, motherfucker right. I knew it was fake. What the fuck you mean? People been getting shot and, and getting... Innocent verdicts, <laughs> son. Okay. But, you know, anyways, my point is that it's just saying, like, you have to you have to take hold of this, black people. That's why I think it's important for us not to look at podcasting as being watered down. Because with every podcast that comes up, you know, from the big ones to the small ones to just the, the downright town home ones, it is very, very important that we get our variation of how the world is going on out through our own lenses not through the mass media lenses because they're not going to tell us the truth man they're not yep. going to tell us the truth they're going to tell us a story that's going to want either put us together or put us against each other and that is the consistent consistency of the mass media how can we spin a motherfucking story to a point where people don't even know what's really true and how the victim is now the the enemy and how the enemy is now the victim and that's that's that that's crazy jt though i had no idea <clears throat> I had no idea that you that you uh you know and I whew, I haven't thought about this shooting because I remember I can remember hearing the whole gunshots and like someone saying what is that when he first it was like somebody throwing firecrackers inside yeah someone said what is that and then you heard another round and then you then you heard the one of the people playing the game like let out a grunt and then it it was just a bunch of noises and I was like what in the fuck yeah. But you you have to you have to um, at the end of the day we have to take ownership of this thing and just take 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 ownership and not take fear of it because at the end of the day there's too many people who who claim to look like us be like us and they just selling their soul for a bottom dollar and I don't want to be one of those people that's why exactly. I, I think that's why I'm at where I'm at in my life I probably could be a little bit further in media programming had I took a different approach with certain things but I decided not to go that route and I'm fine with that. I'll live it's too many it's too many avenues for you to start your own media outlet mm-hmm. for you to have to go through somebody like you look at anchor mm-hmm. anchor not charging you a dime not a damn dime bro i do, I do not. All this. <laughs> i do all this for free all this website does is is uh, does a distribution now what i make off of it is what i make off of it and what i put out is what i put out loans i don't say no crazy shit like, right. like you know, they don't come fucking with me. But and nobody don't... owns you. Nope, I own all this. Nobody owns you. Own that's what it. I love about it. I own it all, and that's you know. Man, we've been rambling for over an hour. We got to talk about Flores. Oh man, yes, yes, yes. I I definitely got to put Flores in here. So first and foremost, <laughs> do you believe we did it? <laughs> Do you he didn't the take owner, the money. Do you think no no? Do you believe the owners really offered him the money? Yes. It wouldn't be the first time something like this happened. No. 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 
Well, you can no. look at the Cleveland. You can look at the Cleveland Browns. That's why I'm glad Hugh Jackson came out and said what he said. Mm-hmm. How many years did they take for many? Exactly. Case closed. Many. Case I mean, closed. That that I mean, like that's. I mean, you know, in tanking, because my first love was basketball. Um, tanking can go as far as back as motherfucking. You know, people tanking for Patrick Ewing uh, back in the, the 76ers night. to get Iverson. The 76ers to get Iverson. Um, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, so many people tank to get something. Um, that's uh, uh, Reggie Bush was technically a tank as well, but then that was a whole different draft that ended up. A lot of people don't even realize right. it because he didn't go number one overall, but people tanked for him. Um, so that, that I guess the tanking shit isn't, isn't shocking to me. I guess I, I'm just shocked that this brother was. I, I just don't know what type of type of Kool-Aid <laughs> that brother drank that day. But I'm just no. glad that he had the, the pride to be like, nah, man, fuck this. Nah, it wasn't no Kool-Aid. It was... I just lost my goddamn job. I know. That's exactly after what After winning eight games in a row <laughs> with a hurt team. And a quarterback that's iffy. It's two iffy quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And you telling me I don't deserve to draft and see what I can do one more year? All right, I got you. I got you. Let me get on. Let me get on Twitter. Was, look, was, let me get on Twitter. That was the most. When I saw that shit, I dropped my phone. I was like, "This is the most blackest shit I have ever seen in my life." This black man dead ass was like, "Yeah, now fuck this. Yeah, now fuck this." And I'm proud of him. Now, but and, let me ask you this. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just gonna say. So, but now, what do you, what do you think? Where does he really go from here? I mean, they ain't gonna get that brother another job. You know that, right? He, can, he would get another job because you think so? It's a few good old boys that know their team survives because of our melody. Yeah, true. That's true. That is true. It's a few. He would get a job <laughs> somewhere. And I know what team you're talking about. <laughs> it's a few. Definitely, you know, definitely blue teams like that. Um, no, that's funny. Okay, so, but if he does get another job, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, listen, if he does get a job, I'm shocked. But if he doesn't get another job, I'm not shocked. Now, what I do think about this though is, is that if he can prove this to be true, right? NFL if, gonna pay him under the table, sweep it under the rug, just like they did Kaepernick. Okay. We're never going to know exactly how much money Colin Kaepernick got from the NFL to drop that suit. But I'm pretty sure it was over $100 million. Uh, I would imagine, yeah. I would imagine. You bet your ass on that. Yeah, I I would imagine like that. The NFL is a billion-dollar corporation. Like, in as big as a problem he was giving them, I'm sure they was like, nigga, name your price. Name your fucking price, boy, and get the fuck out of here. Now, but but my question is this. Now, damn. I, and you know, I really hope he don't take the money, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Miami Dolphins are working on a deal with 49ers offensive coordinator Mike McDonald to be the next head coach. Are you serious right now? <laughs> as we speak? As we speak? Are you reporting As we speak. Oh, my goodness. I, as we know, speak. I'm I'm still in shock by the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Like that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you guys don't think that this to me, I'm like, there's no way we can really say that, yo, fam, like this is not 
a real case of like true shit because I, I know the Jaguars do not think they're gonna win with their goddamn head coach they just hired. What did Doug Peterson do outside of that Super Bowl for Philadelphia? Let me know. Just call me right now. And then I feel better about them hiring him. And the thing about it is, like, you know, there's Super Bowls that the coaches win and there's Super Bowls that the players win. I'm going to say that was Super Bowls the players won. Facts. I just want y'all to think to yourselves, if people really were in a place to want to win in, in professional sports – they wouldn't hire certain people like this. Like, you're going to hire this guy for two to three years just to fire him in two to three years? Like, if that ain't the biggest can of crock, I'm, I'm like, where the fuck do these coaches be getting hired from? It's a wash, rinse, and repeat cycle. they rather hire somebody that looks like them. Mm-hmm. I literally just typed this a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. They not hiring the right person for the job. They mm-hmm. complexion for the job. You know, and Jaguars hired Doug. Jaguars hired Doug Peterson, mm-hmm. another old ass white man, mm-hmm. to coach a group of young people with no real veteran leadership. Mm-hmm. Instead of bringing in a coach that they can relate to, mm-hmm. that also won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich. This is what gave me gave me the um, right to feel the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady was interviewed, and they mm-hmm. asked him who called his plays. Mm-hmm. He said, Byron calls my plays. Mm-hmm. I tell him what I see out there. Mm-hmm. He calls the plays. Couldn't so when, they, when the Bucks won that Super Bowl, it was because of Leftwich's play call. Not Bruce Arians. Tom Brady just executed. So that man deserves a head coaching job. Now to hear that he wasn't even considered for the Dolphins head coaching job. That sucks. You got him. Eric uh, Eric B. Um, Anthony Lynn, that was the former Chargers coach who Mm. my 49ers just hired as an assistant head coach. Mm Mm-hmm. We have a ton of black head coaches that can do just as good or better than their YT counterparts. Uh It sucks, bro. The league is whitewashed, always been whitewashed, from ownership to the coaching tree to the front offices. But when you look at a roster, Mm -hmm. it's 80 to 90% us. Yeah. So we good enough to be the field hands and cattle, yep. but we're not good enough to be the owner ranch. Uh, that's I, say this, I say this all the time. Mm-hmm. You see all these uh, actors and artists with all this money. Mm-hmm. They talk that shit. Mm-hmm. Bravo to the ones that put the money back into the communities. Bravo. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z was trying to make change on the inside with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Why don't you open buy all the franchise? You know, I've been asking that question for years, bro. I remember when uh remember when the Panthers came up for uh for sale. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And that when that... Diddy was supposed to get involved, but mm-hmm. they they wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. 
some kind of way that was a mysterious last minute bid. Mm-hmm. Then we're seeing several leagues pop up, several professional leagues yep. that didn't work. Yeah. But they could have worked, but we saw brainwashed on the NFL. Mm-hmm. The US I watched a few UFL games. Mm-hmm. That was some dope football. Mm. The latest rendition of XFL was dope. Yeah. We have enough black people with money to start their own franchises and their own leagues. Oh yeah. And if you take our black athletes out of the white man's game. Mm-hmm. What do they have? Not damn thing. Absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. Ice Cube try, uh, you know, put together with his big three. That big three. Trying to buy that network, they wouldn't let him buy it. But he um, had too many. He had too many YT people involved in that. And you know, but to go back to the 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 Panther, <laughs> I remember that was such a to me. I remember that, that was such a slap in the face. Because that was like, I was so excited for that. Like, I was so excited for that. You know, more excited than I probably should have been. And not because I was like, oh, it's going to be like a party. It was more like I was excited for the potential history of being like, wow, like, look at this black man owning an NFL team. Like, that is inspirational. And what's really crazy to me about that is there are so many NFL teams that are so fucking bad. There's no way you can't tell me a black person can't own one. Exactly. Like these, the Detroit Lions, but that team fucking sucks. Okay, but that's old family money. That's Detroit. Them niggas ain't never gonna get that team up. That's poor money. But 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 you mean to tell me? So we've had expansions in the last fifth, last is, is twenty twenty two. So last twenty years we've had expansion of the Houston Texans that added on. We haven't had an expansion team since the Houston Texans. So it's been twenty years since an expansion team with the the fucking con- the, I was gonna call them motherfuckers the Commodores. With the uh, with the, uh, the, uh, the the commanders, the commanders, the the, the Washington D.C. commanders. Okay, in essence, that's technically an expansion team right there with them having to be branded. But that's give and take because it was already established. Okay, cool. You mean to tell me there is not a Topeka, Kansas, or a, or a, or a, uh, I don't know, some motherfucking rural Boise, Idaho, some some part of town? I mean, hell, they got Vegas the team. You mean to tell Man. me there is not a town? Put a team back in Oakland, goddammit. You see what I'm saying? That that he hasn't already had a team or something, and you can't say that a black person cannot. There's not a one a black person wealthy enough to secure investors for that. Yeah, I know a professional team in Orlando. I don't see why not. You got you got you got Disney there. You got a basketball team there. Let it be dumb that they had an NFL there. I've been saying that for years. Why the NFL and not in Orlando don't make no sense to me. But whatever, it don't make no damn sense to me. They in Jacksonville, and Disney is in Orlando, and y'all got all their headquarters out there. You would only do it. But then again, right. it always bothers me because it makes me wonder how much that pays an effect on not having enough people that they want to have a team. And that's what always pisses me off. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, especially boys and girls that are of African-American descent, don't think this is a, a you can't and more as a they don't want you to situation. A lot of times, a lot of things aren't really that you can't do it. Is that just motherfuckers, just, they, they are trying their hardest to keep you out of it. And that's, and so, that's it. And they that's, keep shutting the door. Keep shutting the door. Or I tell you what, they keep changing the rules. I used to tell people all the time, as soon as you learn how to play chess, they're gonna change, they're gonna tell you to play checkers. Yep. And you like, what the fuck? I learned how to play the game chess. So yeah, now we're playing checkers now. I agree. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay, like, all right, no one told me we was gonna play check. Nope. Now figure out how to play this shit. And that and if you keep that in the back of your head, and you one, you keep that in the back of your head, 
and two, you acknowledge it, and three, you build on that because you just build on it. You can't let it eat you up inside because if you can find yourself being really angry, I find myself being really angry when I couldn't transition in my life at an initial point because of certain things that were blocking me. But man, you know, I, 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 uh, I've enjoyed it talking to you, JT. Brother, before I let you go, uh, you got any last thoughts, any last thoughts for people you want to share? Yes, this right here just popped in my head when you said chest and chest. Go ahead. Us as black people, some of the most creative people in the world. Definitely. Ever creative. Definitely. We came up with over 50 different ways to play Uno. <laughs> That's how we need to run the game. It's very true. That's funny, but that is very true. We I need mean, to play the game the way we play Uno. House rules. House we don't rules. have to play by their rules. Oh, yeah, for you. Yeah. And if we start playing on our own terms, mm-hmm. man, listen. Keep that hate at the front door. Don't let that shit in. Please, please do. We can win. Please don't. Because at the end of the day, I, it's amazing to me is that I, I don't think black people, we, I don't think we are still where we can't win. I think a lot of the things are that sometimes we are misinformed. But on top of being misinformed, we also got to get out of our own damn way. Yes. I tell people all the time, a lot of the times, don't get me wrong, I could talk shit about the doors that white people have closed on me. But then I can also tell you that a lot of times my fist to cuff situations come with people that look like me. And I'm like, yeah. hey, why are you trying to fight me? I don't want I don't want to fight you. Right now, you know, shameless plug, uh, but I'm in a stand-up competition right now, JT, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, I made a I made a flyer for every person, like pretty much almost every person that was in the competition. I asked them, I said, Hey, do you guys want a flyer? They said, Yeah, sure, because I do I do uh I do graphic designs, right? And so one person DM me personally said, Do you want some Starbucks or something? I said, no. I said, I just want to see y'all shine. That's it. And she was like, well, thank you. And I was like, that's, that's it, dog. I just want to see you shine. And I think that is my biggest, that is my biggest key to black people. It's like, listen, your progression is not my regression. My progression is not your, you know, that is not a stunt in your face. Now, there's people who, who, who will say, like, I'm stunting on you. And at that point, okay, they are stunting on you. That's, that's what they're trying to do. But I don't, I, don't have, I don't want to always have to debut back and be like, fam, just because I'm doing well over here does not mean I'm trying to say that you're not doing well in your life. Like, please do not take this as hate. Please do not take this as malice. Do not take this as an issue. I am not trying to stunt on you, nor am I trying to disrespect you. I want you to be successful just like I am. But that's, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Like, it was say. a sports talk page on um, Instagram mm. that was posting a lot of misinformation. Mm. Now, I didn't want to, I didn't correct them on this timeline. My inbox, mm-hmm. the correct story. I mm. say, yo, bro, you're telling the wrong thing. Mm. Here's what you need to post. Mm-hmm. Then he went and made a big post. Oh, motherfuckers think they doing what you doing better than you, blah, 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 blah. I just went ahead and blocked him and kept it moving. I that's, that's all you can do. I that's blocked him and kept it moving. Block it and keep moving. Because, you know, and I figured that story was going to go that way. But that, and that's, that's you know, and I don't want to, you know, I could, I could talk hours about this. But that is my Back. biggest, that is my biggest strength with my people, with our people. Is I, I, I will, I will dead ass just be like, listen, I am here as a beacon. If you want to use me, you can. If you don't want to use me, you don't have to. And I have to approach it like that because I realize, especially with with our people, you know, I'll try to come and be like, hey, actually, you should probably look at doing this. Oh, you just trying to tell me what to do. I mean, yeah, because you're doing it wrong. <laughs> this is what I learned. And then I'm going to let you go. No, go ahead. What's the point in winning 
if when you get there, nobody looks like you. Man. <laughs> or, 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 you know, and, and that goes into where I talk about people selling their soul. What's the point of winning if you don't feel like a champion at the end? You know, if, if you did all that shit and you sold your soul and you still feel like shit at the end, yeah, you won, but look at you. You know, like, you, 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 <laughs> what? You know, and that's why I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't really go out on the, the bang of like trying to tell people what to do. I do try to, you know, inform people. But then again, like when it all boils down, it's it's your thing. Do what you want to do. <laughs> what Uncle Aunt, what Uncle Ron say? I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell. You. I can't tell you who to sock it to. Okay. Know? And so that's just that's how I look at it. That's how I shape it. And you know, I wish every person, you know, I wish every person on hundred years of success. Whether you look like me, don't look like me. But if you do like me, I wish you a thousand years of success because a hundred is not enough. You've been held back. Many, many years. Man, like, fuck that. I'm mm-hmm. rooting for everybody black. <laughs> <laughs> I might clap for you other motherfuckers, but I'm rooting for I'm, def- I'm, def- I'm standing def- in the chair. I'm definitely flipping backwards for, for a black person. Oh, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, yo, I, you, you'll get a good job, but, you know, but, you know, I'm rooting for the black folks. And that's that's how it's always going to be for me, but I just, I want them to understand that this this is all plausible, but they, there's no need for there's no need for retaliation or hate within each other, man. That's not going to help us out. We've done enough of that. You know, and I always tell people one dead homie is enough dead homies. So you don't need to even show me, you know, a list of what you've been through, bro. I, I feel you. It's painful out here sometimes. But we are making it through because we're making different days and shit. And we ain't just, we ain't all sad and crying, whatever, sad motherfucking. You know, like, I, I, I'm going to last this. I'm going to make this last point. Um, Celebrating Black History Month does not mean telling me a whole bunch of facts about slavery, fam. I know a bunch of successful black folks outside yes. of slavery, okay? Um, I will never diminish slavery because that happened, and I'm not going to tell y'all to forget. I'm not going to tell no one to forget, and I don't want us to Hell forget. No. It's not what I'm saying to forget. I never said that. But what I'm saying is, you know, we have the George Washington Carvers, you know, the inventors. We have, you know, the Langston Hughes. We have the, the different people who push things forward and they're cool, man. They're really, really cool. Don't get me wrong. Harriet Tubman is very fucking important. I mean, she's very important. Don't you ever stop talking about her. Matter of fact, shout out to Lonnie Johnson. What, what the fuck is my Harriet Tubman $20 bills? Man, listen, I'm just happy we got, at least we got the uh, four. No, oh we got, it's a silver dollar. Bill. It's a silver dollar. <laughs> Shit. We knew we wasn't getting that damn 20. I knew we wasn't getting that 20. You was too damn excited for that shit, wasn't we? We was too excited for that shit. We really, yeah. thought, we really thought we was getting that. But nah, man, before I let you go, JT, tell the people where they can find you. Yo, you can find me on IG at Sports Talk Live from The Bench. Not T-H-E-T-H-A. I'm country. <laughs> I'm and country. I'm about... Yeah, and I'm about to start both of my podcasters back up, Sports Talk Live from the Bench, and the asshole from the round table. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate the invite when you get that going and popping. Oh, um, man, you first on the list. And listen, I appreciate that, JT. And uh, you know who I am, y'all. Y'all know what it is, Uncle Puche. You can always find me on at IG at Uncle underscore P-O-O-C-H-E 901. That's at traditional spelling on Uncle <clears throat> underscore P-O-O-C-H E901. I want to thank JT again for coming through. Um and you know No problem, man. I appreciate it. No problem, no problem, man. Like I said, I, I it was the first thing on my docket. So I was able 
I'm happy we we're able to link up. I know you got a busy schedule, and uh, you know, I'll have you back on sometime in the future, you know. <laughs> Let me know. I'm all for it. You know, I you know I'll be seeing you soon. I'm sure I'll be on the Instagram live with you sooner or later, JT. Yes, sir. No problem. Well, I'm gonna holler at you later. You all y'all be safe. Be all right, all right, JT. All right, bro. All right, good up. Out. This is Sarkarigan.